What's up, filmmakers and moviegoers? This is Zach Abbotts. And, and this is Eric Thurston. Are you copying my voice, Eric? No. Are you? I'm not copying you. This is my normal voice. This is not your normal voice. You're copying me. I'm not copying you. You're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of Marvel movies... Since we've been gone, we've had a huge plethora of Marvel news. Oh, man, it's been just a, a, a marvelous yeah. week and a half. But before we get to that, let's get to a little housekeeping. Uh, I had the flu last week, so that's why we didn't have an episode. And uh, you can still kind of hear it in my throat. Yeah. but um, Feeling better? Y- yeah. If my face just would stop being like a, a butt. wow (laughs) this is totally staying in oh my gosh i can't believe i said that that's hilarious i can't believe i said that anyways yeah if my face could just stop being a butt (laughs) but anyways a meme is coming soon oh man but yeah, I've got a, I got a, just a bunch of pressure behind my nose, and it just will not go away. But I am trekking on. Here we are. Uh, we were going to yeah, have Sam Shelton that. on the episode from Stanton for Jimmy Jibs, but uh, we had a bit of a bit of a scheduling issue there, and um, he's having a bit of a family problem. So you know, we're hoping for the best there, and uh, we'll have him on soon. But other yeah. than that, what, what's been going on? I mean, Marvel. Huge. Ooh, yeah. So the best meme that I've seen in the last week and a half or so was, you know, that clip from the first of, uh, Endgame trailer where Ant Man is, um, he's at the he's door. At the door he says, right. "Hey guys, can you buzz me in?" Yeah. And so it's that it's that picture, but it's James Gunn's James face. Gunn's yeah. face yeah. on it. Yeah. Amazing. So Amazing. we are, I would say we're less of a gossip podcast than most. Um, trying to be a little more tech oriented and filmmaking oriented, but uh, it's hard to avoid this news. Yeah. Um, so if you're unfamiliar with the situation, James Gunn is the original director of guardians volume one and guardians volume two. Yep. And then, uh, Oh, let's see some tweets resurfaced that Disney was already well aware of that. James Gunn had already publicly apologized for. Right. Took responsibility. Um, hey, made a mistake. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's, I think it's very much up to us to forgive and let people uh, change and move on and become Absolutely. better people. Um, that did not happen in that Well, moment. and the cast drafted right. that letter too. Right. Um, but basically it came down to this, uh, I'll just call it what it is, this alt-right guy, um, you know, started blasting these tweets out that uh, James Gunn had made. Granted, they were not good. They were bad taste tweets. Uh, I'm not going to stand up for those at all. But um, I will stand up for the fact that James Gunn, you know, he owned up to what he did. He yeah. apologized yeah. twice, you know, and uh, basically he got fired for it, though. Right. Still got fired. And then here we are almost a year later, mm-hmm. and James Gunn is back. Yes. For Guardians Volume 3. Yep. Wow, what a what a roller coaster! Yeah, for sure, totally. Uh, but I'm excited. I you know I think that it's a it's a you know Disney can put on their big boy pants and and say, hey, we make mistakes too. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so you know you can't you can't just go, man. 
if that was the case, if if everybody's getting held accountable for every stupid tweet or 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 dumb thoughtless word that came out of their mouth, yeah. uh, fire everybody before, before the internet. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. Yeah, let's let you, nobody's I mean, going to be working. Your poster there. child, Robert yeah, Downey Jr. Yeah, nobody's going to be working yeah. anywhere. Yeah, I mean, even you can even look at Disney's you know history. Oh There's man, there's a lot of racism and, and things like that in, into that, but. Yeah, anyway, I think the right call was made. Uh, I think it's a good idea to bring him back. I think they may have never actually let him go, but that's a whole conspiracy theory on its own. Wait, what? Yeah, I, there's there's a... It was never real? It was all PR stuff? There's an idea that they, they fired him with no intention of ever getting another director. Really? Until the kind of the dust settled, and then they brought him back in. And, um, yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but at the same time, huh. if that's how you had to do it, then that's how you had to do it. I, I hmm. Creating, but, ca- creating additional drama so that for some marketing purpose or something? Or? No, I don't think that's the case. It doesn't feel like, I mean, they don't need any more advertisement. They don't, right, they yeah. don't need any more of that. So I, I think it was just a sense of, you know, we want people to know that we're doing that. We're concerned about the moral you, dilemmas, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. We're letting, yeah, we're yeah. letting you go because you know, th- this isn't a good thing, but the irony. Okay. Yeah. Disney, let's go I dig up. I mean, I did work for them for a year. Yeah. So moving on from that though, James Gunn yeah. back. That's great. Yes. I, I think excited, it's excited, really grateful, thankful. I think, I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting because in the same way that a cast gels, right? You have the people on front of the line mm-hmm. that there's a chemistry with. And, and sometimes that chemistry really works. And if it does, you want to continue to foster that chemistry. Yeah. Keep the same, you know, keep the same cast going forward, which yeah. is, again, one of the reasons why Marvel's MCU has been such a solid platform yeah i mean aside from just two characters being replaced with roadie and uh you know yeah um, and that was bruce banner yeah but, and that was early on yeah, and so early. you know um that chemistry also lives behind the line yeah. so with the director with you know your um your camera guys your grips and that type of thing and if you have a good um chemistry with the people on that crew you know that you don't see then it's going to be just that much better right and i think that was the thing that became very clear that um and the reason why the cast drafted that letter and got you know kind of up in arms and you know stood behind him in that in that situation was because he created a great chemistry he created a great environment for it was clearly a positive environment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, granted, granted, the tweets weren't, but and the whole situation wasn't a positive situation. But it's clear that you know things people have changed. Right, James and that Gunn was what like ten years ago, had, almost. Yeah, it was yeah. Some, some. It's just yeah. it's just ridiculous because now you know, I'm glad this happened. This is a this is a really good precedence because sure. it was a bad precedence when it first happened, but now it's really good precedence. Precedence, and. Uh, I just don't think that you know people should not be unable to be forgiven. Yeah, for I, things, and I mean, obviously, there's certain things that right. He is without be, sin, cast the first stone, right? You know. Like, I mean, have you done anything wrong ever in your life? No, like, never, ever? never. Oh, you're perfect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I totally agree. <laughs> I I think you you have to you have to forgive and and move on and. 
yeah, this is, I think this was the right step. So we're going to move on. Yes. To something that's even bigger. Moving on up. Even bigger. To the east side. Than James Gunn's rehiring. The deluxe apartment in the sky. Avengers Endgame trailer. Yes. So the rumor is that the Russo brothers only let them have like eight to ten minutes of footage to use for trailers. And it's all from the first 15 minutes. Yeah. And so the, the trailers for these have been like very creative i thought from the trailer house company or whoever's making these because Mm -hmm. they're having to like dig up old footage or you know creatively using old footage to kind of play off the the 10 years thing and and all this and it's working though i think it's working you're not seeing anything that's you know kind of ruining anything for you no they revisited the snap you know and just the way they they did the the colorization you know it was all black and white with just the red which which was really cool i thought that was very stylistic uh choice that worked um and you know it, it it's a bridge between the the two movies and it helps yeah you know i think it works it feels it definitely feels like this is going to be the end of this storyline, hmm. like this arc, I guess, mm-hmm. of all of these characters. Um, the vibe that I've been getting is like, this is definitely the end and they're getting, they're going to move on with strange and, and black Panther and captain Marvel for the next As their series. Their own franchises. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. For the next series of films. And mm-hmm. that next big threat is going to be focusing on them more than whoever else survives in game, you know, which I don't right. think it's going to be captain America, but um, I think Stark will probably live. Um, they'll keep him in the you know in their back pocket. He'll kind of always be this this iconic character that you know that the they God can Father reference, right, MCU. right, right. <laughs> but I mean, and they tease you know um, Pepper being pregnant. So I don't think they're going to kill off. Well, we know Pepper's snapped, right? Is, well, we don't know if she's snapped at this point, but we know as far as real world contractually that that Endgame is her is her, her last. last one. Yeah. See, but it could be Roberts too, and then you just mention Iron Man and Stark from here on out. You don't sure. necessarily need to see them. I don't think there's any benefit anymore to seeing that character. I mean, obviously they can write something, but yeah. I think it to me, like it's kind of done. I think once in game's over, it'll be that'll be it. I don't. I think there'll be a finality to to that, to the Tony Stark Iron Man, Captain America, uh, Thor, even maybe. Maybe I don't know. He kind of he kind of had a resurgence with Ragnarok and then Infinity War, yeah. so they might keep him around a little bit longer. But it yeah. feels well, like those is 15, OGs. He is fifteen hundred years old. Yeah, so. Well, <laughs> it feels like those OG Avengers are, or this is like their last hurrah. You know, I, I think the rest of it from here on out is going to be focusing so, on Ant Man. So kind of like kind of like how how it went comic wise. Right, because yes. then he developed all these other other characters. Yeah, and then you get the new that, Avengers that spun and, off, and right, yeah, yeah, perhaps I could see that because I think they're going to focus on it because the comic books you always had a rotation of Avengers, right, and that doesn't work the same in movie form because you only have two and a half hours per movie, and so then you have to build or up three oh two in this case, <laughs> but this movie warrants that. But, you know, the solo films having two and a half hours to dedicate to an entire character, you know, you have to build this up over multiple movies and multiple years. You sure, don't, you yeah. don't have This is a 10-year story yeah, arc. Yeah, you don't have yeah. 52 issues of a comic book series to build up a character. Right. You know, so it's a long time. 
um, it makes sense that it would have taken them 10 years to finally say, okay, you've, you've seen those characters now. Let's move right. on. Um, but it would be fun. Like, you know, I know they've, there's been mention of a Black Widow movie or yeah. a Hawkeye movie. I think, you know, a Black Widow movie featuring Hawkeye mm-hmm. and how, you know, in some of the battles that they had, I think that would be, that would be a worth a watch for sure. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think, and I don't know if that necessarily has to be within this, the next phase either. I mean, right. it will, obviously it will be in the next phase, but I'm, I'm talking in the timeline. You could have a black widow movie that maybe takes place in the early two thousands before she meets Tony Stark, mm-hmm. you know, or back when, uh, what do they say? Um, Bolivia or something. Uh, Budapest. Budapest. Yeah. And they have just that. watched the original oh, okay. Avengers like okay. twice in the last week. You and I so. have very different memories of Budapest. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, referencing that, you could kick them back to that. Now, both of them are quite a bit older now. I mean, it's been, gosh, it's been eight years since, you know, they first showed up and it'd be harder. It'd be a little harder to go back. I mean, obviously they just did it with Sam Jackson and yeah. Captain Marvel, but I, that, I think it's a little different. So I don't know what they would do. Um, there's so much smaller scale characters compared to, I mean, now, especially Captain Marvel yeah. and Thor, you know, where do you go with those characters? Um, yeah. Well, apparently Captain Marvel is now the most powerful Avenger because, yeah, I mean, there was know, an interesting article or, or can't interview with can't launch proton blast no, through his fist. But there was an interesting uh, I think interview with Kevin Feige, and he says that she does have an Achilles heel. heel. Right. So I'm curious to see kind of what they'll do with that. I think it's going to have something to do with the stone, one of the stones, because she's tied to one of the Infinity Stones. She's tied to the one in the in the Tesseract, which is uh, is it the, the Mind Stone? Or the, uh, the spirit stone? I can't remember. It's a blue one. Well, actually, it's not. Yeah, no, that's the space stone, I think. Is it space? Isn't okay. it? Tesseract space Tesseract, stone. Tesseract the space stone. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. But enough about that. Um, this trailer is a, I think it's a master class in deception. <laughs> I don't think, there, there's the final shot where Tony Stark is walking with Nebula in all of them okay. in the suits. I didn't I even don't... see that. The f- I, I saw the trailer. I watched it probably a dozen times that first day. You didn't notice Stark the I first didn't, time? Because of the way it's lit, Yeah, he's on the opposite side. And it's and it's not super, you know, he's not lit well as, as they're walking through. I don't think it's because I, I don't to, think he's there. I had to pause it and look again. Yeah. And I'm like. I think it's because he's CG'd in. Oh, really? Yeah. And there's two theories that I'm really a fan of right now that I've heard. One is that he's just not there at all, and they CG'd him in for the trailer to because they did the same thing with the Hulk, right? Right. In, yeah. in Infinity War, they threw yeah. him in that in that, in that running, running scene, scene. and he was never there. Right. Yeah. Um. So there's like, two things to this. Is I don't Russo's. think I, know, <laughs> I don't think Nebula. Well, at least at least I don't think Tony Stark's there. Um. But then I, they also don't ever show Bruce Banner. In that, I think it's because Banner's going to become Hulk for the whole movie. I think he's okay, going to turn you, into Professor Hulk. Oh, no, you do. You I do, do. think he's going to be. Professor I do think Hulk. he's going to be Professor Hulk. So, uh, for those that and don't then know, he'll never go back. I think he'll. I think he might be able to. I think they might differ it a little bit from the comics. But because he said in the the dialogue that his his fear was is if the green guy shows up again in, never, in Ragnarok, yeah, he'll he'll ne- he won't be able to. I don't think they're going to do that he was just because the it trunk. costs so much money 
to have the hole constantly there. Yeah. I think they can afford it for in game, but they're not going to, uh, I don't think they're going to do it for every movie from here on out. He'll, he'll be able to go back to Bruce Banner. Well, I'm sure they're not worried about. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but, um, I think, I think he's going to be professor Hulk, which if you're unfamiliar, professor Hulk is this kind of like combination of, of, Bruce Banner and the Hulk where he's as strong and he's big as the Hulk, but, he's but not he dumb. still has the intelligence of Bruce yes. Banner. They're kind of working together. Yeah. Um, I think that's where they're going with it. It's kind of, I feel like the way that they've been leading towards the last few movies that he's been in. But, um, so just another heads up, this is going to clearly be a very heavy Marvel episode, which, uh, yeah, we're, we're nerds. We're nerds about Marvel. We love it. And it's hard not to talk about it. But the other, I did. I did get jumped into the Avengers this week. Actually, you did. Yes, yeah. you head over to uh, Eric's uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's a post on there. Uh, you got the you got the OG tattoo, right? Yeah. So the um, the original six Avengers, which is Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, um, Jeremy Renner is Hawkeye, RDJ is Iron Man, Chris Hemsworth is Thor, Chris Evans is Captain America and uh, Mark Ruffalo is is the Hulk. Well, Scarlet apparently at the Infinity War, you know, the whole culmination of the ten years of the MCU decided, like, hey, let's all get a tattoo, an A six tattoo, um, and everybody was on board except Mark. Right. So five of the original six got this little A six. Right. Yeah. I can't believe Mark Ruffalo didn't do it. That's kind of well, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um I mean it's and I get it because as an actor you're like, I don't want to be stuck labeled. You know, I don't want to be typecast in this particular type role, whatever, you know. I think we're I understand beyond that though. I think I mean, so. Like there's hasn't been a there hasn't been an actor that's been typecast in fifteen years. I can't even think of one. Yeah, that's I mean, still currently being typecast. I well, mean, maybe Liam Bruce Neeson. Willis. Think about yeah, Liam Neeson. Okay. He gets stuck. I mean, you know, he's this very stern. You know, I'm going to kick everybody's. Yeah, right. And and he just and so he finds himself in those types of roles more often. You can always say no. Yeah, you can always say no. And so Mark said no to the tattoo. Yeah. And 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 you know, I got a tweet. The Avengers need some help with Thanos. They obviously <laughs> oh didn't gosh. win last time. I said, Hey, I'm in. What, what do, do you I bring, need? What do you bring to the table? What do I need to do? And they're like, Well, get you All know, right. we need six people with the tattoo. <laughs> you and you and a million other people, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, so, that's cool though. Um, the other theory, though, I'm fully committed. I can see. I that. am fully nerd committed. But now. let's let's talk about the other theory here. Uh, the other theory is that this is different time, Tony Stark. So it's Tony Stark, but from a different time period. Meaning that meaning now, that there's time travel. He, ha- in he has the time. He has. He's figured out time travel. Or he's figured out. I think it's probably since they've through. They've got the time stone. No, I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be Ant Man's uh, whatever quantum quantum realm thing. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be that. But I think that Tony Stark is maybe from a different time period, and then they they show up because there's been photos of them like aged. No, de- like de-aged. gone back to uh-huh. OG 2012 Avengers. Oh wow! Yeah. 
Oh yeah, well there's there's been leaks where they're they're in that that same New York battle because right. the oh, they have the, all the old G outfits and then Ant Man's there, right? But yeah, they got these things on their wrists, and I think it has something to do with uh, either the time jumping or the quantum realm, or it lets them adapt their clothes to fit whatever time period. They're oh in right, or so maybe that's the special suit in the new. And did you see the Pym particle on the shoulder there? Yeah. So is that? Yeah. I didn't know if it was maybe a combo between Pym and. Nano, the nano, you know, Iron Man nanotechnology, mm-hmm. or what that was going to be. So, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I enjoy the theory though of that's not our Tony Stark. That's past Tony Stark came back to the future with them to like it's it's oh, it gets wow. crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we start thinking about it, but uh, there mind, some serious mind benders. Yeah, here. there there are jeez ideas and rumors everywhere. Who yeah. who knows what's actually going to happen, but. To me, I think that's one of the most exciting things about this series is like not knowing. So he where actually it's dies go. then. So I think so. Yeah. And so that one that's in that suit, if he's actually even in that scene. Well, then, and there's the other theory because when you see the pager in, at the end, so end of end credit scene at Infinity War. No, end credit scene. Oh, of Captain Captain Marvel. Marvel. Spoiler alert for Captain yeah. Marvel. I um, mean, if you haven't seen it by now, you. you I, I don't know if you can continue to listen to this podcast. It's probably true. Anyway. <laughs> um, so end credit scene, Captain Marvel, you see the pager, and then you see all these blue tubes that are around it that are conspicuously the same color as, you know, the the Cree blood. So another theory that, that I read was is that there that Stark dies, right? Because Captain like Carol Danvers almost dies in the explosion. Yeah, but then there's they they do this tr- you know blood transfusion. Jude Law's character does the blood. Yeah, and and revives her so to speak. Yeah, you know I mean you don't really see. All, I mean you get hints of that, but that you don't see that she's actually dead or dying from that. But you kind of infer that. Right. Anyway, long story short, the point may be that the Cree blood has something that can revive Stark. And so now Stark has this, you know, the Cree that, that, that rumor to me though, I don't like from a storytelling perspective because it feels like you get out of jail free card. Uh-huh. Anytime somebody dies, you just give them Cree blood or you give them Carol's blood. And it's kind of like a, I don't know. It feels like a cop out to me. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. It, Cause it's like, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, Captain America died. Oh, j- Carol, Car- come over here. Carol, just no, no, for, just hang on. We need for just a second. Just come here. Just, yeah, he died. He, we need he a died. couple of vials. He Can died again. Get, yeah, again. Can you just please? I know it keeps happening. I know. Just well, I mean, you have you. So you can reverse that with the time stone. I mean, what what difference is that? I mean, that's a cop out, isn't uh, it? The time stone feels uh, like we're trying to reverse the snap to get sure. to get no. I'm, I'm with you on back. that. The time stone feels like it's a temporary option, though. It could always be. It could always go away. Whereas the Cree blood, there's there's millions of Cree. You know what I mean? Yeah, but why do you have to kill a Cree to keep somebody else alive? Well, yeah, that's my point. Is that you don't? So you? Oh, because you could just take just, a vial of their yeah, blood. You know, right? Yeah. I think there's a problem with that too. Is that I think they've already done this with Coulson in Agents of Shield. I think he he was kept alive. 
with Cree blood. Oh, was he? If I remember, is that maybe that's I where the rumor came so. from? Perhaps. I think that's originally what happened with him, and then they did like some weird brain things with him. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, that I can't get into because it's just too much. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that they've done that before, and I didn't like it then either. Cause it's right. Like, well, okay, you know, mm-hmm. there's many times I'm here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just want them to kill off characters. Because this this uh, universe, you can I kill know, off whoever you want, uh, not Iron Man. I don't think it's going to be Iron Man. So yeah. don't get your panties in a wad. Yeah, well, they're they're they're, they're tensing very, up. Yeah, I can yeah I can <laughs> see it from here. I think it will be Captain America though, um, and maybe Thor. Definitely, really, definitely Captain America. Though. Really, he, he you think Thor's he is, Thor's is. Uh, Thor's number is up, huh? I think he's got other franchises to move to as an actor. I don't think he's too worried about hmm. sticking around. I don't. I, he doesn't. To me, he seems like the least like loyal as an actor. Not loyal. That that comes across a little harsh. But yeah, that's not the right word. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Though. He's yeah. he, to me, he's the youngest out of right. them. Uh, maybe he might be the same age as Evans, but yeah, you know he 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 has a lot of other friends. Like he's getting ready well, to start yeah, up and, the Men in Black yeah, franchise. And, so yeah, and he, Evans has got other stuff he's working yeah. on. He's got that Broadway project, right. and he's got other things that he's doing too, which he's, he's already ready communicated. Yeah, so I, mean, I think that just those guys are ready to move on. I mean, it's a ten year run. I know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And if it was a TV series, you would be. I mean. Yeah, it would be done. Floored because yeah, ten years of a television show—that's ridiculous. That's yeah. a long run. That's great. Yeah, yeah, and maybe it's time. You know, it's it's always important to know when to leave the party. Yep, and then when to come back. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of options that open up if you do kill off these characters or just get rid of them somehow. And then in another ten years, yeah, I mean, we could. Put could you Cap- imagine can, what would happen if we can, in another ten years Captain America comes back? People's well, minds would be blown. Well, yeah, well, we can, you know, we can put him in a in a Quinjet and sink it down in in some frozen tundra somewhere in. Yeah, he's Antarctica. already been frozen once, right? Yeah, we, Capsicle two, Capsicle two, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Well, before we move on to the next segment, uh, moment for our sponsor. Are we taking a moment of silence? No. We have no. to do 30 seconds. Oh, yeah? So start talking about our sponsor, Eric, and go. What 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 sponsor our is Our sponsor that? is Anchor.fm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So if you have questions. So I'm on the run. I'm going to go start this podcast for fun. And right about now, hey. I'm going to use the Anchor FM app to get it done. Bam. Okay. That's not terrible. <laughs> you know... I use Anchor yeah, to upload the podcast every week. Yep. And I used to use your ratchet old It was it was rickety. Yeah, it was ancient. It was free. It was free. But here, you know what else is free? Anchor.fm. Dude, Anchor is rocking it. We get stats of of plays on yeah. every analytics. episode, Anal- analytics, it, analytics and stats same thing. Yeah, but you <laughs> know, people like different words. Yeah. And what they also do is they'll send it out everywhere. Yes. Spotify, which we just got on. Awesome. Which, you know, grateful to be on Spotify. Grateful to be on iTunes. Yes. Grateful to be on Google Play. Stitcher. Stitcher. Kind of grateful. Yeah. Actually, quite a few people listened on Stitcher. And Overcast. Overcast is cool, but Overcast just takes the feed from iTunes. So that being said, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, head over to FM. Nope. 
If you're interested in starting your own podcast, head over to anchor.fm slash start and get it going today. They got everything you need. They'll get you set up, get you going everywhere out there. Get her done. Yeah. Oh. What? What? Oh. What year is it? Dude, it's 2019. It, it could be 2019. What part of the country are you in? Not the place that says get her done anymore. <laughs> you, you left there I and left you don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. <laughs> Anyways, that does it for hey. our sponsor. Anchor.fm slash start. Get your podcast going today. Get it going. Get it going. Get her done. <laughs> oh. Butt face. <laughs> now, okay. back to the episode. Okay, so I think we've probably talked about in-game a little, enough, you think? Broken that down enough? Well, I did get a link, and I need to go click it because I haven't clicked it yet. Somebody sent me. You can binge watch all of the MCU stuff leading up to Endgame, and somebody's going to pay you like $1,000. Oh, yeah. you It's like did an you, employment opportunity, that? right? Who is it? Is it like officially Disney or is it some I, other company? I, it could be a phishing scheme trying to get yeah. here. I mean, that sounds too good to be true. It does sound too good to be true. I mean, it would take, what, four days to do it? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I'll, I'll figure that one out. Who sent it to me? Oh, my buddy Gabe sent it to me. W-B-I-R. If I click the link, then it gives access to whoever's on the other end to all my personal and private data. Here's the listing. Earn $1,000 by binge-watching all 20 Marvel movies. <laughs> if you have more than 40 straight hours to kill, company is offering... What company? A company. It doesn't, doesn't even say who? Nope. That's sketchy. Let's see. Offering to pay... Speaking of sketchy... Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, offering to pay you to watch every MCU movie before Avengers Endgame. Um, if you're a movie fan, want la 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 la. Um, CableTV.com says it's making the offer to fans who are not only willing to watch the 20 films, but not Captain Marvel. Well, well, why not? Oh, because they don't have access to it. That's why. CableTV.com. Back to back, leading up to the April 26th premiere of Avengers Endgame, but who also live tweet the experience. Oh, get out. No. It's obviously, they're paying you $1,000 to live tweet Infinity War. I mean, in game. Which is terrible. They want you to sit in a theater and tweet? No, no, no. It's not a theater experience. Oh, live tweet the watch. Yeah. You're live tweeting, watching all the 20 films. With the hashtag CableTV.com. Yeah. So they're paying you to advertise their... their Dumb. That's dumb. Yeah. All right. We're moving on. We mentioned Sketchy. Hella Sketchy. Shout out. That ad is hella Sketchy, but uh, yeah, I was recently in LA. Yeah. What were you there for? I was there to um I was there for a listening party for a new album release for the artist known as Hella Sketchy. Now what is your you did a music video? I did my very first music video, like commercial music video that I ever shot. Wow. Was um was a video for him. It was uh spin a check. Let's see how many view- it had it had over a million and a half views the last time I oh, checked. Oh, is that all? That's yeah, that's all. Yeah, no big deal. Um, it's been out for a little while though, so yeah, sure. Not not saying that that just blew up that much overnight. So he finally had a not an LP. Yeah, this is a full length. It's twelve tracks. Um, let's see here. 
Where can people find the album? Is it out yet? Or yeah, it's out. It dropped. It's dro- oh jeez. Oh copyright. Oh no. Oh jeez. Not copyright. It was an ad that was oh, playing. Oh no. Sorry. Now we have to pay them. No. Yeah, it's like a million and a half. Oh cool. Um, plays. And, I mean, it's funny because it was it was so kind of thrown together. It wasn't like it was not how I like to do production. Yeah. I like I like a full flushed out pre-production process, you know, and the, even if the script if, isn't it a word for word script is there has to be an outline. Sure. And so at least you kind of know where you're going and where you've been as well as, you know, it doesn't have to be a complete storyboard and the whole nine, but at least a shot list, yeah. you know, and knowing what scenes that you're shooting and how those scenes tie in. Like, and so I get real type A when it comes to that type sure. of thing. And then the whole pro because, you know, if you don't plan well, then, you know, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. So, Up that, you creek. Know, and, and yet we kind of went, went off the cuff and just went for it. And, um, I didn't actually end up editing the the full video that was done by um, another artist called uh, Shiro, and Shiro d- does great work, and it was it was cool. And but it, the tune itself is really what stands out in the video. So the v- the video doesn't distract from that; it really more supports that. And um, and yeah, he's blowing up. He's he's one of the newest APG slash Atlantic. Artists yeah. in the hip hop space. Very cool. And uh, so, full album came out yet uh, Friday. The uh, Friday um, midnight Eastern time, March twenty second. Twenty second. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. You Amazon, Google Play. Yeah. Cool. Check it out. That's hella sketchy. Yeah. What's the album called? Hella sketchy. Hella sketchy. Self titled. Self titled. Keep yeah. it simple. Yep. Cool. Well, um, I haven't been at any album release parties, but uh, <laughs> I did watch a lot of stuff while I was sick. <laughs> That's about the only thing you can do. Uh-huh. Um, so I watched uh, Love, Death, and Robots, which mm-hmm. is this anthology series on uh, Netflix. I almost said Amazon. And it's all animated. Um, each is 18, 18 episodes. Oh, so, okay. And they all ranged from different times. I mean, some of them are really short. Some of them are 20 minutes long. Um, short format. Yeah, though. very short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess explicit warning. Like, these these are some of the most graphic things I've probably ever seen. Um, and it's animated. And it's animated, which kind of... I don't like know if when that makes you're it worse t- when not, you're talking about graphic explicit, are you talking about violence? Are you talking about all sexually explicit? You're talking really, yeah, yeah, um, y- yeah. I mean, if that's not your bag, that's parental that's warning. It, it's <laughs> definitely some R and unrated wow. stuff, you know. Um, yeah, NC seventeen, however you want to look at it, but uh the thing that gets me though is the incredible it's some incredible art styles hmm. like just absolutely breathtaking there's there's a couple um there's one that really sticks out uh called the witness and um now is it a collection of works or is it the same yeah, it's same a, group of people no, doing all you know that? i don't think it's the same group of animators uh, i think it's probably just a bunch of different studios 
um, and then they Netflix kind of conglomerate, you know, uh, compiled them. Um, the short stories are taken over 30 years of different short stories. You know, they all have kind of a sci-fi element, almost all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, but the thing that really got me was this, um, just the art styles for each of them. They're very different. A lot of them, some of them have this, like, um, the, the majority look of, of most of them is this kind of like cut scene video game, like high end, like blur studios, like, it, oh it, wow you know like it looks real like yeah yeah sometimes um so when you say animated it's not necessarily like not like anime no yeah and it's more like cgi yeah yeah and then there's a couple of like there's one that's like a little more traditional like 2d kind of style mm -hmm. and then um some other stuff but uh the witness though is this one and it's it looks almost like they shot a short film uh, on camera and then went back over it with animation oh wow and it's this hyper realistic shiny like it's crazy looking and it looks amazing um but some of the stories are just really really great like there's one uh called lucky 13 um it has the girl in it from orange is the new black one of the girls from orange is the new black she's not in it anymore but she was in the earlier seasons and she's in it and it's all about this lucky 13 is this um, like drop ship, this military drop ship in the future. Um, and it's, you know, serial code or code or whatever is 13. And people thought it was unlucky because it lost two, two platoons, but then she gets a hold of it and ends up being like this, but it's, it's really, really well done. Um, the story I thought was engaging on it. That, that's kind of the thing with each of these is like, if you're not into that one, just wait a couple of minutes. There'll be another one. Mm -hmm. And then, you might be really into that one. The one that I, um, Oh, okay. So one thing I want to talk about though, is that Netflix has been messing around with the play order of this. Really? So depending on kind of your, your style and your vibe of what you've previously watched, it might show you a different episode first. Like oh, when really? You start playing it. Um, I don't know if that worked for me. Um, cause I watch everything through Apple TV and Apple TV and Netflix don't really like talk very well. Mm -hmm. Like Bandersnatch doesn't work on Apple TV. Oh really? Yeah. That's so that's a drag. I know. Um, so did you go watch it? I still haven't watched Bandersnatch. You, oh I know, dude, I know it's such a great experience. I, know. I watched all the other ones, but I still haven't gotten around to that. And it's mainly because my Apple TV doesn't work and yeah. that's what I watched it on. So, um, but the, the play order is a really interesting way. I think, for something like this, because it is anthology, nothing is connected yeah. between any of these. So yeah, that's cool. It might start you off with something that you might like, and then it might kind of take you to, you know, three, three episodes later. It's something that you might not have originally liked, but because you've kind of been put in the mood, you might enjoy this one now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting way of going through psyche and like, and how many episodes? Preference. I think there's 18 okay. total, which it, it went, it breezed through like yeah. I all of a sudden I, I hit the last one and then the end credits came up and it went to, you know, what's up next? And I was like, Oh, Oh, it's over. So yeah, I mean, there's some amazing ones. Uh, explicit stuff doesn't really bother me. Uh, it's probably a millennial generational thing. Uh, it, we, we've kind of grown up on it. So that's, I don't know what that says about us, but <laughs> um, I don't have an issue with it. I can kind of separate the, the whatever the, the, art. The, the art with the visual yeah, yeah. I, I can i can separate it so well you know let's talk about that for a second okay. the separation and and the only reason why i want to do that you know you bring up millennial and 
So I'm obviously not a millennial. I'm a Gen Xer. And so when I went to school, my undergrad at, at, at Cal State Fullerton, I did an art. It was a, a graphic design. So there was a lot of art and illustration and that type of thing. We had to take uh, four semesters of life drawing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're, you're in a class with like 30 other people or 40 other people. And, you know, it was a small, really relatively small class for college. But um, and then there's a nude person sitting Model, in the middle right. and, you know, and they're, they're lighting them and all this thing. And so but there's nothing sexual about it. Like there's not, you know, I mean, I don't I mean, at least not for me, it didn't. Sure. It wasn't. It, wasn't it was it more. You. It was more a study of it was a study of the figure of of the way light hits the body yeah, yep. it was it was an anatomical an, an anatomical study of the human figure right because we're doing life drawing so you know other people go through that any kind of illustrator or animator or that type of thing that's had any kind of traditional schooling in that way has to go through that same process and i think you know when you say separation I can just hear somebody's mom in the kitchen sure. going, "Oh yeah, sure, right, right, right." Yeah, and 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 yet, <laughs> you know, and at that same time, you know, I was also starting to go to church for the first time. So it was <laughs> some of the guys I was hanging out with start going through my 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 drawing, oh, right, in my, my drawing book, and out. they were like, they're like, oh, yeah, and they were kind of yeah. having this adverse reaction, and I'm looking at them going. Dude, it's not like that I know. at all. In in that in and there's a the human body is a funny thing, man. Because <laughs> I would say as this this seems to be a majority American problem. Yeah, it's a cultural issue. Yes. Yeah. Um we all have bodies. Yeah. <laughs> we we all came from bodies and I guess I have such a hard time understanding why people get so icky, like freaked out yeah. over the human body. Right. Um, it, it speaks to me personally. It's, it, it says that you, there's something going on with you. Right. Yeah. Like that you're uncomfortable with that. Maybe, maybe there is and there something was a, there. Maybe a bad experience exactly. that you had. There, or, I'm not, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say that you sure. grow up. Right. Because people have experiences in their own lives and it could lead to certain reasons why you want to be that way. But yeah. And it's very real and we're not discounting that at all. No, but, but there's those types of people that just want to complain about it because it's just something that they do. It's just like in their, sure. that's all they have. All they have right. is complaining about somebody wearing a bikini that's too small or something right. like that. And to me, it's like, you just, you, you get over it. Like it's, it's life. People, humans have bodies. You like, just, <laughs> just let it go and right. don't worry about it yeah. because it's, it's your fault. Now, obviously I'm, I'm generalizing here, but sure. It, situationally, that's your fault for sexualizing that. Exactly. And, you know, and I think the culture has a, a lot to do with that. You know, I think so film has a has a light side and a dark side. And no, this isn't a Star Wars plug. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's there's a dark, seedy underbelly to the film industry. There's just, you know, and, and it's been they, apparent they, lately and they're objectifying that. And and it's not just, you know pornography and that type of thing though that is a big huge proponent of that 
Um, but you know, you know, we we seen culturally an over sexualization and that type of thing. But yet, on the other hand, you have more avant garde art film that that might have that in there. You know, I think we talked about you know nudity in films <laughs> at some point earlier on, and yeah, and and my that. fan, I'm a fan of. <coughs> You don't have to show that. I think when we talked about um, widows, that you know there was a scene, you know, and and um, the mule, there was you know there was over, there were scenes in there that didn't need to be in there, or didn't need to show everything that they needed to show. I'm I'm I lean towards the more conservative, more modest approach. I think it can be done creatively. Um, however, at the same time, there are ways to do that artistically in a way that if if it props up the story not in it just for the eye candy you know what i'm saying yep. i think there's an artistic element that 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 can be done if it's done properly um not a not a, a objectifying you know that that person or the actor or actress or whatever um but it's you know and i i agree i think it's a it's a an american issue it's a cultural problem here yeah, in the U.S. Like that that doesn't that that's not the same other places, and I think that's one part of our culture that I I think loses, you know, comparatively, is that you know let's let's continue to play to that to to the eye candy and and to the um what's the you know the animalistic tendencies or whatever sure. you know and 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 yet we're we're <laughs> We're intellectual creatures that have a higher cognizance than that. So let's move past it. Yeah, I love to move yeah. past it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that every every occurrence of it in this Love, Death, Robots is is warranted, but it is there. So you just kind of kind of. It's good to be warned. It's good to know ahead yeah. of time. Yeah. It's, and, and, uh, it's know, definitely not something, you know, you should probably watch with, you know, your 11-year-old, your 12-year-old. Yeah. But. Uh, I would say this though is that it's it's just as gory in a lot of ways as it is uh, uh, you know vulgar. Um, yeah. But uh, I the the gore in this seems warranted. There's violence in it that makes sense for the storytelling. Um, it's not overtly violent in 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 uh, all of them. Uh, there's a couple that are very violent, but uh, it's. It's really great storytelling. I think it's um, it's incredibly interesting art styles. Not all of them are the same, and that I really enjoyed. Yeah, and it was it's just amazing to see kind of where we've come CG world wise. Like yeah, the, the, some of the computer animation stuff is just amazing in this. And then there's a couple of them that are like, I'm sure they took a lot of time to do too, but they're maybe not um, what you would call as detailed. You know, they're not that cut scene worthy, right. the Hollywood um, movie CG, but their art styles are just as interesting, like just as dynamic. And yeah. Anyways, if you're looking for something that, you know, you're not worried about your kids watching, I would check it out. Uh, there's a few, you could probably find a good list online of like the top 10 of the 18 that yeah, people recommend. Cool. Um, but I would say, you know, check out lucky 13, mm -hmm. um, shapeshifter is another really good one. And then, um, 
Beyond the something rift, I can't remember the the title of it, but um, that's another really really great one. Some weird like space horror. It's awesome. Oh wow! And um, and then the first one that I watched was Sunny's. Uh, Sunny's. Oh, people are yelling at me right now. Uh, <laughs> Luckily, are they literally yelling at you? On I know my phone? wife is as oh. she's listening to this. <laughs> this is where we need. Uh, Okay, so I'm actually looking at the IMDb right now, and it looks like two directors did three episodes each. Okay. So there is a few that like had multiple directors, or sorry, the same director on multiple. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, Tim Miller actually did one, which Tim Miller was the uh, director of the first Deadpool. Shout out to Tim Miller. And he's also directing the new Terminator Oh. movie but he did ice age which is a really good one too um gosh yeah they're all they're all very good three robots might be one of my favorites it's um it's about these three robots that uh are in the future and they're kind of just like walking around earth after mankind's like been gone oh wow and uh kind of like looking at things and it's a really funny kind of like xbox joke in there and uh, they but, bump, did they bump into number five? Well, <laughs> no, no, Johnny Five's <laughs> not in there, but uh, it that's a really good one. It's just kind of like this humorous, there's nothing dark about well, okay, this I mean, humanity's gone, so that's dark, I guess, but <laughs> you know, the 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 humor it comes between the, these three very different robots interacting with each other, and then there's a cat, so that's fun. But uh, is he a firkin? No, he's not a firkin, <laughs> no, but um. Oh, Sunny's Edge. So the one that I started off with was Sunny's Edge, and uh, that really set the tone for the whole thing. It was this, it's a crazy episode about these like um, people that can mind meld into these beasts, and then they fight like uh, gladiator style for, oh, wow. for money. And it has this big twist, and it's really great. Um, it, it, another hyper violent, and then over, slightly over sexualized episode. But uh, <laughs> anyways, I think I'm talking enough about this. I think just if if you're into weird and you don't mind animation, like it, it's it's a solid series to check out, and it's something that I'm very excited for them to like continue on with. So I'm wondering it. if this is something that probably came out of Spike and Mike's animation festival. Have you ever have you what's heard that? that? No. So this is in Orange County, and I don't I can't remember if it was in Orange County or in L.A., but. Back in Southern California, there's a festival, it's an animation festival, and and um, things that came out of that were um, Ren and Stimpy. Oh wow, The Simpsons. Sheesh. Um, so those are two that came to mind back when I was going. That was a long time ago. So it's still going though. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to check it out. But it was, a, it was an annual festival, and it was just, it was dedicated to animation there's um oh spike and mike sick and twisted animation oh okay yeah so the sick and twisted part of it you know there was you know just taking taking the taking things a step too far right right. (laughs) and for most audiences no this is a pretty cool series um i think it opens the door for a lot of like other things for mm. Netflix to do mm-hmm. with this anthology thing. Um, and also just like short stories in general. Dude, it'd be cool if you could text me the order in which they set it up for you. And then oh, when I go we'll look see. at it to see what, what yeah. order they give it to me. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, 
I think check it out if you got some time. I mean, they're they're not that long each one, and you can come back to them the next day or whatever. But check it out: Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. Sweet. Yeah, I'm thinking about the the things that I've watched in the last week and a half. Um, went back and watched Avengers because you know I'm like OG Avengers. Yeah, the original, and watched it twice. Because the first time I turned it on, my daughter was like, "Yeah, let's watch." Because we we went and watched Alita because uh-huh. she hadn't seen it. I, okay. I was I thought she had, but um, she hadn't seen it, so I took her to see that, and then went back and, and seen it for the second time, or perhaps the third time. I think that was the third time. Um, I was just it's so underrated. Yeah, right. It okay. was it was really good, and if you haven't seen it. Get, Get a chance. It's probably going to be out on DVD soon because it's been in the theaters for a little while. But um, went and saw that. We got home. She was totally pumped because Alita has the same eye color as she does. Oh, and so she, you know, she was identifying with the character, and the character's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, came out of uh, Alita. Alita Battle Angel is a anime series, so that's where the story came from. Directed by Robert Rodriguez and. Just, just well done. And then we got home and watched Avengers, and then she passed out. Oh. <laughs> and of course, I'm not going to pass out no. in an Avengers movie. So, and then she wanted to watch it the next day because she passed out. And I'm like, sure. So yeah. I watched it again. Oh, geez. <laughs> and then, um, let's see. And then prior to that, caught um, Leaving Neverland, which is the documentary that a lot of people have been talking about over the last probably month or so. Yeah, I don't know if I can bring myself to watch it yeah i mean it's a heavy topic um i i i didn't really know what it was i heard somebody talking about it and i was like okay not knowing and then in the first 10 minutes you you figure out real quick what it is and what it was about and the thing that really caught me was so one of the interviewees the one of the one of the boys um wade robson my wife knows Oh wow! And you know, we actually, when we lived in LA, ran into him a few times, and because um, my wife was a professional dancer for for many years, and so as Wade was coming up in the dance world, um, you know, they had danced in a couple of the same events and that type of thing, um, a few showcases, right? Uh, but uh, so realizing that that you know, I'm like, hey, wait, I know this guy, so I ended up watching the whole thing. Jeez. Um, just for the sake of time, I don't think I want to get into you know the subject matter other than it was too long. Yeah, I think um, from a filmmaking standpoint, a documentary standpoint, there's a lot of material in there, um, but there's a gratuitous use of drone shots. Like okay. I like seriously, I think the 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 director just bought a drone or just got a professional drone before that and then just started flying it around all over uh different parts of southern california and and uh i mean some great cinematic drone shots but the shots went on for too long yeah and there's too many of them right so it was it was like oh you got a new toy and this is you i mean it was it was that obvious this is on netflix yeah so netflix is this netflix? no 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 this was uh this is a uh, hbo oh it was on HBO. okay okay and so it was like usually netflix would just cut stuff like yeah. documentary wise they'll they'll come in and they have no problem like yeah we're gonna re- this re-editing up. it yeah. for you because they re-edited all of making they, a murderer they should re-edit this one um because it's two two hour part, so it's four hours. Jeez. 
um, you know, plus or minus an, a, another 15 or 20 minutes, but it was just way too long. And the way it was shot, I mean, it, it, dra- it was just dragging in so many parts. It was yeah. like, we get, and there's a, you know, we talk about story, right? We talk about filmmaking. We talk about the process of, of the film and the edits and everything that goes into that is supposed to support the story, right? not distract from it um, or drag it out. The pacing was awful. It just, like I said, it dra- it was dragging. And I think part of it, too, is the subject matter. The subject matter is very heavy. Um, it's something you don't want to sit on yeah, for you don't, four I hours. Mean, yeah, it's like, you know, and it's it's um, it's the process, but... You know, and I think it uncovers some some issues, not just the main issue. So what it was is basically these people that are coming forward talking about being um, abused sexually by Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's the whole leaving Neverland. Most people know what that is already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's a heavy subject matter as it is. But I think what's interesting in the in the story, if you can if you can get past the the bad filmmaking part of it the interesting thing is is that how you know the these you know and i'm not going to pick on michael jackson per se um but just the the insidious way that these pedophiles kind of win people over and there's a site you know there's a, a psychological element to it that's that's very uh you know i think because it's not something that culturally people want to talk about. They don't, you know, they know it exists and they're ready to crucify anybody that, yep. um, but uh, they, there's elements to it that, well, there, maybe there's, there's a predisposition because of the, somebody's chemical, got chemical imbalance or there's some kind of psychological thing that's tweaked about them that they don't have a moral compass. Like they don't see okay, that yeah. they don't see that this what they're doing is wrong. They think it's this is this behavior is is okay. Yeah, and and you know I'm sure there's probably a ton of psychologists out there that that are very familiar with these types of things, but um, not doing well in my psychology class because yeah. I really w- I was not into it at all back in college. <laughs> but um, you know, and I think it just uh, it's it's interesting. There's there's something that needs to be unpacked there, and and we can probably do a better job um, as a society, you know, helping people that 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 have problems, yeah, than than just you know crucifying them. You know, you talked about now that's a completely on the other scope of of the you know we started this with James Gunn and being forgiven for some tweets. Yeah. This is a completely other end of the spectrum with a whole different set of of consequences. Yeah, people with <laughs> but in the yeah. same but in the same vein still needs help. Right. Right? Those people still need help and um Yeah, you can't you can't give one person help and not the other. You can't right. you can't draw a line. Yeah. I mean yeah, and and yes, it's on. It, it's it's different, and and you know, maybe we get some tweets and some emails, we get some flack for that. But I, I think in the same way, it's like, hey, what's there's going to be consequences legally as well as emotionally and everything else for for that type of behavior, and there's damage done that that 
far, far outweighs, you know, a, a tweet, so to speak. Yeah. Um, well, um, you know, that's, that's a bit of a, a downer. Yeah. Uh, don't want to end on a downer. M- movie or, sh- or <laughs> documentary, however you want to call it. I mean, maybe just coming at uh, from the filmmaking side of it. The, the, yeah, too many drone part, shots. Too many drone shots and it dragged. The pacing was awful. The film, the f- I mean... It's such a powerful story. There's so much there, and it's very weighty. It there and there's just yeah, the filmmaking was just not too good. Too many drone shots. Too many drone shots. Mm-hmm. You hear that? Cut your drone shots. And dude, I'm a, I'm I'm a licensed drone pilot. Yeah. you know, cut them. And I, I love drone shots, but like, <laughs> <sighs> anyway. kill some time here. Put a drone shot in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, drone shots can be a blessing and a curse. It seems that the more affordable they got when the higher quality they got, the smaller they got, the more we started using them. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily agree. So, uh, anyways, um, I think that about does it for this episode. Anything else you want to talk about? Easy does it. See what I did there? Yeah. This is the easy <laughs> podcast. That's right. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Check us out on where can they find us, Eric? Well, you can find us on Twitter at The Easy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, The Easy Podcast. You can find us on YouTube at The Easy Podcast Show. And you can email us at The Easy Podcast Show at Gmail. And you can check me out on Instagram at Zach Abbott's. And Eric Thurston is on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Eric Thurston. That's where you find me. All right, Eric. <laughs> Send us off. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And until next time. Leaders. Peace. Yeah, that works. Love. Hair grease. Love death robots. Cheers. Bye. Bye.